Are you ready? Yes. To rumble? Yes. In the jungle? In the jungle. Welcome to the Survivor Turning Back Time podcast, the only Survivor podcast that takes what we've done over the past year, and we're going to celebrate it by breaking it all down and ranking every goddamn thing we can. I'm your host, Stephen Levine, with my co-host, Jared Sheldon. Jared, how would you rank that intro among all of our other intros? Mid? Okay. <laughs> Safe answer. That's one of those youth insults today, right? It's yeah, mid. well, yes, and also like middle of the pack. It's both. Cool. <laughs> and, you know, hey, we've gotten, I'd like to think at least we've gotten better than this, or at this. Clearly not me, because I can't talk for <laughs> shit. Though I did, have you gone back and listened to one of our earlier episodes and how bad the sound quality was? Oh, it's so bad. Oh, it's unlistenable. It's why I, it makes me very angry. Yeah. I do not like it. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like it, Sam I am. But no, it's it's funny, because we're a chronological podcast, so people would want to go back and listen to 1-1. Yeah. But at the same time, like, no podcast you go back and listen to the very first episode and go that's the quality i expect all the way through no but we started it in 2022 so i'm like mm, we don't have an excuse we should have been better people were saying that in 2018 2019 2020 as well we also didn't have any money like, if i were to, like spend 500 dollars on a new podcast rig why would we do that exactly we're not making any money on this <laughs> it is also true yeah so jared We've been doing this for a year. We are six and a half seasons in. Six and... Yes. Two-fifths of a season in. All right. Getting oddly specific. So what I thought we could do today, a nice little exercise. We've talked about it a little bit with our fans. We've had people send in requests of what they would like. So what we're going to do is I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things... Wow. ...that we can list. Okay. Some of which were taken by fans, some of which are things that I have inserted. And I've kind of taken, this is what I think the best of things that we can we can rank. And I want to do this over the next episode, however long it takes. It could be a short episode, it could be a long episode. We've never done this before, so Correct. we don't really know. Similar to one year ago, we had never done this before. Correct. So, let's start... And would you like to do the whole list, or do you want to go list by list? Let's go one at a time. I think that's fun. Okay. At the very top, this one seems like kind of a slam dunk. It is ranking the immunity idols. Great. The immunity idols being the tribal, you just started the game, you're competing in tribes, it's usually a statue of yep. some kind. Okay, so a couple questions. Yes. Just team immunity idols, or team and individual? Just the team ones. Okay. Am I starting at the worst or am I starting at the best? Well, that is entirely up to you. But if you hold on for two seconds, I can get you an actual... I can get you photos of what's going on here. Oh my god, I forgot <laughs> how bad the season one one is. Yes, yeah, so... Holy shit. <laughs> we have just seen the, the first one. So let me start my list here. So here, let's describe this monstrosity of Fuck. season one. This... Looks like you took Santa, like the bottom half of it looks like you took Santa, put him in blackface and made him racist. <laughs> While the top half also looks like that, 
but it looks like you did it with an elf instead. Would putting Santa in blackface just be racist anyway? Santa the human or like making Santa, doing black Santa? Oh no, not being, not having black Santa. We do that all the time. That's a good idea. Yeah. Putting Santa in blackface, like the, the art of black, I shouldn't call it an art. The, (laughs) The act of blackface usually would have some exaggerated features. Sure. Which is what we're seeing on this. It's real bad, man. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's, it's ugly. I don't like it. Okay. Season two, Australian Outback. We have what looks like Aboriginal paint, and it is still human-esque with little feathers on the top. Yeah, it feels more representative of the culture, I guess. Like, it, it, I, I don't know enough about Aboriginal Australian culture to know whether it's accurate or respectful, but I can tell you for the that season one's isn't. <laughs> season one's is an island around Malaysia. And that's those. That's a blackface. That really is a blackface. You're correct. Okay, it's season three, Africa. It does look like a. This looks like two chipmunks standing on top <laughs> of each other. I have never seen this idol in my life. It's a. It's a weird looking idol. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I don't remember that very much. I don't at all did either. They, did they hide that? <laughs> did they just pretend it didn't exist? Maybe that's fair. Season four, Marquesas. Marquesas also a little bit human-esque, but it, it does have very Polynesian features. Yeah, it looks kind of like an Easter Island head. Yeah. Yeah. But it also has these, like, thick legs. <laughs> Them legs thick. Thick. With two Cs. Uh, Thailand, a very representative... Statue. statue. It looks, it looks yeah. like something you could see in a museum. Correct. And, like, a jade statue. Yes, exactly. That, that is the word that I'm looking for. Amazon. Oh, Jesus Christ. Speaking of blackface. It's a fucking jump scare. That's, it's horrifying. Oh, man. A standing statuette dressed in cloth. Sure, that's a great description. Oh, boy. The fucking voodoo doll. And finally, the oh, Pearl the, Islands. Yeah, oh yeah, the one from fucking Spirit of Halloween. Cool. So, we have options here. We can either come to a consensus vote and, like, make this as our list together or we can make separate lists. Okay, let's try to do consensus and see I how like, that goes. I like that too. Is so we can put Borneo at the bottom? We can... Oh, do we put Borneo at the bottom or do we put... Borneo's worse. Than Amazon? Amazon's real bad. Neither of them are good. I need to make that clear. Okay. Both of them are racist appropriations. At least the Amazon one looks kind of like they're going for like voodoo doll thing, which doesn't make any sense and is horrible. The Borneo one is just awful it's just awful it's horrible to look at listen that's that's the worst and the second worst right there okay i will i will concede to that borneo the amazon okay i apologize you're gonna hear me typing throughout this there's just no good way to do that yeah so where do we continue working our way up from the bottom i think the best one is thailand okay i look it through my list again I'm I'm gonna agree with you. So far, oh, we're I'm, gonna have some disagreements on Pearl Islands. I know. I've I've scrolled down to Pearl Islands and I'm like, mm, I love that Pearl Islands one. So I I will concede then that Thailand is is superior. What's crazy about Thailand is it's such a terrible season with horrible winners and a horrible like mostly horrible final four and all of that. But the like art elements of it are really good. Are really good. Ugh. Real good. I think 
the next worst one if, is Africa. The next worst one? I agree. I yeah, think, it's I think kind Africa of, can go down there at the bottom. It's just like a weird wooden Alvin and the Chipmunks thing. I don't really like it. So we currently we stand Thailand on top, three blank spaces, and then Africa, Amazon, Borneo. So, leaving us with... Mar- what a chaotic way to list things. <laughs> I know. But like, Amazon and Borneo are so bad that we just had to get them out of the way. Leaving us with Australian Outback, Marquesas, and Pearl Islands. Steven, so... I'm a reasonable man. Okay. I am willing to admit that the Pearl Islands one is probably the second best on this list. <gasps> Yay! Okay, then I'm going to take it. I, was- I, think it's, I think it's a little uninspired. I think that they did... I think that they should have used, like, a more like silver looking blade instead of like that black metal that looks like it's plastic mm-hmm. but it's competition is real bad i was 100 percent here to concede again but we're i'm i'm taking my win and i'm running with it <laughs> can we then we're with marquesas and we're with australian outback i would be okay with either of these I, next i like marquesas more than australian oh interesting because my my gut instinct went to australian outback possibly because i have ties to australia and i've like seen art that looks like that all the time mm, sure. so you know what? if you have that background that i don't and you can appreciate it i'm i i they're close enough, it's like 51 49 yeah so like yeah i australia then then marquesas totally makes sense perfect then we have completed our first list of immunity idols number one thailand number two pearl islands number three australian outback four marquesas five africa six amazon seven and the bottom burn it Borneo. That one will... I mean, hopefully, that (laughs) one will stay at the bottom forever. Hopefully. So, that was an easy one, right? Yeah. We got our muscles warmed up here. Sure. Let's let's keep it flowing with winners. I'm excited for this one. Overall winners of the the season. I'm excited for this one. Let's... uh, I'm going to pull this away from you because I don't want you seeing things. So, let's let's go through our winners. Season 1, Richard Hatch. Season 2... Tina, Tina, Tina Westhouse. Yep. Season three, Ethan. Ethan. Season four. Why am I forgetting her name? I can see her. Why am I forgetting her name? Season four, Vesepia Towery. Vesepia, thank you. Yeah. Season five, Brian. Season six, Jenna. So that's all we have so far. Just six. Okay. So let's start. What, okay. Okay. How we have to <sighs> define what this list is. Sure, we sure do. Is this? the best game that they played who played the best game or is this as people as players no let's try to say that the game that they played although okay. i think we have to use it from the context of not their season and the people they were stuck with mm-hmm. but an average season okay. like in like you put them all with the exact you know pretend that you are running a simulation six times they have you know the same it's them in a vacuum against you know, 15 other average survivor players. Sure. And who we think played the best game. Okay. Can I throw a maybe controversial pick at the bottom? I also want to throw a maybe controversial pick at the bottom. So who's yours? I was going to say Jenna as number six. What? Yeah. I think Ethan is the worst of the winners. Okay. uh, Tell me more. Ethan... I mean, I'm not saying he's... None of the winners are undeserving, per se. No. I don't think any of these are undeserving. Ethan is the one who I think made the least amount of moves and had the most amount of luck. Okay. I don't think if Lex doesn't have food poisoning, 
he wins. Mm-hmm. I don't think he wins that. He doesn't win that challenge anyway. Old Kim does. His his game seems to have been kind of unnoticeable and likable. Okay. And I don't think that makes for a very good winner. And okay. in most seasons, I don't think it makes for a winner at all. Okay. I, I agree with what you're saying. And I think Ethan is toward the bottom. I'm going to take those points and I'm going to spin it a little toward Jenna too. That Jenna had a terrible social game. She played in a way that worked for her in that she was in the majority alliance for a long time and when she wasn't in the majority alliance she melted down into a a husk of a player (laughs) and then the thing that saved her and the thing that won her the game is winning at the times when you absolutely had to win and two being put up against possibly one of the most unlikable players to reach a final two we have seen maybe I also don't want to undervalue being able to come in clutch Mm -hmm. because being able to perform with your back against the wall is something that is, I think, undervalued. And her final three performance really impressed me. And counterpoint to her bad social game, (laughs) when Heidi was not around, her social game was good. You're right. And they tried to bury it from us. Because remember, we saw many confessions of Dina and Rob being like, yeah, me... Other person that is not Dean and Rob talking. And Jenna worked Mm. out this plan, but they wouldn't show us Jenna doing it. Okay. Okay. I can live with that. So, as it stands right now, I want to put Ethan at the bottom. Jenna just above. I'm trying to think if there's a worse... Okay, going through... I actually think Jenna might be better than Tina, too. Sell me on it. It's so hard because we heard from the contestants that Tina was a strategist and Tina played a good game, but we never got to see it because the camera was always like up Colby's ass. Mm -hmm. And honestly, past season two, I don't know that Tina makes it to the final two. Like she Mm -hmm. made to the final two because Colby won the challenge and went, I want to pick somebody I respect, not somebody I can beat. Sure. And she still won by one vote. Mm-hmm. We also have to remember that Jenna won seven to one. That is correct. That is not easy six to, to do. Sorry, six to one. You're right. Six to one. Not easy to do. And okay, so maybe she won five to two, depending if how Christy voted, actually. But <laughs> that would still be the most dominant win in any of the six seasons. Correct. For, that, for those points alone, I put her above Tina as middle of the pack. Okay. You talked me into it. Okay. I, I'm cool with it. Let's, uh... Let's bring Tina. Now, here's one that's going to be interesting to talk about. And, oh, side note, I also know that this could be hard for you because you have most, if most of these people come back. Oh, no, I want to just judge them by their... Uh, so far? Okay. By what we've seen so far. Like, okay. I cannot bring what we haven't seen together into sure. this. For anyone else who is listening in on this, this is not a product of anything they've done after season six. Great. So, there you go. But I do want to talk about Vesepia. What do we do with Vesepia? I, okay. I think my list would go Brian next and then Vesepia. Okay. Because I think that Brian is mostly buoyed by having, like, I know we've, we had these conversations a lot in mm-hmm. season six, but I really truly believe that Brian is buoyed by having terrible survivor players around him. Mm-hmm. And the honestly the the sexual assault drama probably helped him quite a bit it made him it it sort of really grossly bonded 
the three guys together in a way that kind of felt like they weren't ever going to separate. Mm -hmm. He was benefited from the fact that the other tribe wasn't very good at strategizing at all and were incredibly uncharismatic. Mm -hmm. And if anybody other than Jan, if anybody that's willing to make any type of move is in that place, there's like three separate times he goes home. So I just don't think that he, like, his game looks good because the people around him didn't have one. So you put him in an average season, and I think he flames out. I think that he, people catch on to who he is quicker. Okay. Not to the point where they're like, wow, that guy's a sociopathic puppy shooter. (laughs) But to the point where they're like, wow, Brian's going to win, and I should stop him. I, I need to do something about this, right? And we even see season six. Like, they're like, Rob's gonna win this game. I need to stop him. <laughs> and they do. So, yeah. That's okay. my opinion. And okay. then, and then I think, so then who does that leave? Richard Hatch. We have Hatch. We have Brian. Well, if we put, if, if it went Jenna, then Brian above. Oh, okay. So wait, we've done three. We have three left. So it's, it's Hatch, it's Vesepia, and it's Brian. Left. Gotcha. I would consider Vesepia the second best winner, which is weird because we don't see enough of her. But, and Survivor does everything they can to fucking bury her. But her final tribal speech where she laid out her game to me, it made it all make sense. Mm -hmm. And it it didn't feel like one that was revisionist to me. It felt like one that she had been consciously playing the entire time. It tracked with her votes. It tracked with her social game. It tracked with everything we saw. Even tracked with her being like, Hey, Sean, you got to tone it down. (laughs) I don't want to sound like a Brian apologist because I don't like Brian. Mm -hmm. He dominated that game. Yeah. From the get-go, he dominated that game. Uh, part of me... Okay, We're, we're dancing around the idea that Hatch is number one. I, I think Hatch is number one. I think Hatch is number one. Kind of because not not only did he did he dominate his season, he created Survivor. He cr- in a weird way he did. So yeah. I'm just gonna put him there. He created what Survivor is. Okay. So we're just at is it Vesepia or is it Brian? Yeah. And as much as I want to say Vesepia, my gut saying Brian. You think switch their seasons? Okay. You think Brian still wins Marquesas? No, but I also don't think Vesepia wins Thailand. Really? Yes. Put her in Jan's spot. If I put her in Jan's spot, I hope to God that she does something. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I think she would. Yeah. I, I'm willing... I, if, if you think Brian should go number two, I will bite my tongue. Okay. But I... I think if you flip, their, flip which season they're each on, Vesepia goes farther than Brian. Okay. Then I want... I This is one we'll put to the audience. Audience, help us out here. Break the tie. And I know that it's hard because it seems, and not even just like from watching season four, it seems mm-hmm. like after, from all of the stuff that happens afterwards, for whatever reason, the show tries to bury Vesepia like she never existed. Yes. yes. And that seems like a conscious effort from the, from the very first episode of Marquesas for reasons that are partially, I think, based in race and partially beyond my understanding. Okay. Then let's let's read our lists as I perceive what's going on here. Number one, Richard Hatch. Number two, A, Brian Heideck. <laughs> Number two, B, Vesepia Towery. Number four, Jenna. Number five, Tina. Number six, Ethan. 
Yeah. All of this is wild to me. I, d- I agree. This list is... 100% correct, as we see it right now. What's what's more interesting to me is the number of seasons that had winners that I don't think were the best player on their season. Ooh, interesting. Like, Richard Hatch was obviously the best player in his season. Mm-hmm. I would even argue Tino is probably the best player on her season, which is why so many people return in All-Stars from seasons one and two, because the game is so different. That's like, cool, let's watch them play Survivor actually for the first time. Sure. Lex is a better player than Ethan. Sean is a better player than Vesepia. Mm-hmm. There is no better player than Brian on his season. No, no. <laughs> but also, I think his season is well. Would you consider Sheehan a better player? Maybe, actually, yeah, probably. Sheehan, it's it sucks because she was definitely on the wrong tribe. But we'll see in All Stars. She very well could be. She didn't make it far enough for me to really ha- be able to fairly compare that. I think. Okay. Fair. Rob is a better player than Jenna. So like, that's what three of the six seasons that like the player who I think played the best game, didn't win. (laughs) Okay, cool. Now let's leave it there. And we're going to move on to something a little more difficult. Let's rank all the original tribes. Oh, fuck. Okay. So that is 14 tribes that we've seen so far. Oh, we're doing season seven tribes too. We're going to do season seven tribes. It's tough to fully gauge. We're we're almost to the merge, so I think that's fair. This is what we've seen so far. Okay. So... I'm going to read these off to you as as I'm going. You're going to have to keep a written list for me to refer back to because I will forget them. It's fine. And actually, why don't I write them out as I'm going here? So, coming in from season one, we have the Pagong tribe, which consists of BB, Ramona, Joel, Gretchen, Greg, Jenna, Jervis, and Colleen. Okay. We have the Toggy tribe... Which is Sonia, Stacy, Dirk, Sean, Susan, Rudy, Kelly Wigglesworth, and Richard Hatch. Wow. Some of those names I haven't heard or thought about in a long time. I know, right? It's great. Coming in season two, we have Kucha, which is Deb, Kimmy, Michael Scoopin, Varner, <laughs> Alicia, Nick, Roger, and Elizabeth. And then on the other side, Ogacor, Kel, Marilyn, Mitchell, Jerry, Amber, Keith, Colby, and Tina. Mad Dog? <laughs> Mad Dog in the house? Mad Dog in the house? Oh, man. Like I said, this is going to be really funny. In Africa, we have the Boran tribe, which is Diane, Jesse, Clarence, Kelly, Tom, Lex, Kim, and Ethan, and Samburu, Carl, Carl, Linda, Silas, Lindsay, Brandon, Frank, Kim Powers, and Teresa. That tribe's got to be close to the bottom. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> oh, Half man. of that tribe is unwatchable. Oh. Moving on to Marquesas, we have Maramu, which is Peter. <laughs> Master your holes, Peter. <laughs> Mastered all of his holes. Patricia, Hunter, Sarah, Gina, Rob, Mariano, Sean, and Besepia. Okay. That's a good tribe. And row two, which was Gabriel, John, Zoe, Tammy, Robert, Pascal, Kathy, and Nalia. 
That's a pretty mediocre tribe. <laughs> At Thailand, this is where it could get really interesting. Chewigon, John, Tanya, Gandia, Ted, Helen, Jan, Clay, and Brian. And Sukjai, Jed, Stephanie, Rob, Shean, Aaron, Ken, Penny, and Jake. God, this is going to be unlistenable. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, oh, not finally, it, uh, Amazon, we have Jabaru, all the ladies, Janet, Joanna, Jean, Shauna, Dina, Christy, Heidi, and Jenna, mm-hmm. and Tamaki, Ryan, Daniel, Roger, Dave, Alex, Butch, Rob, and Matt. Finally, in Pearl Islands, we have Burton, Michelle, Trish, Sean, Rupert, Krista, John, Sandra, and Morgan. We have Lillian, Austin, Andrew, Tiana, Tawana, sorry, Dara, Ryan, and Nicole. Okay. What are we grading these tribes on? That's a good question. Is it just general vibe? General vibe? General vibe? Is it their ability to work together? Mm. Is it the likability of the cast? What do we want to make it? This is our show, baby. It can also be a combination of those things, right? Okay. I think regardless of our grading criteria, the rapist tribe goes to the bottom. I'm all for it. I I think that the we've said that Thailand is the worst season and it seems like that seems to be a pretty group consensus. Okay. I think that Chewy Gone being the victors of that season and being in the driver's seat for that entire season is a primary reason for that. Straight to the bottom. Straight to the bottom Straight with them. Straight to the bottom. I'm cool with it. Were there any just awful tribes, t- terrible, mediocre tribes that... Here's part of my question. Should Morgan go second to the bottom? Because they're the losingest tribe mm-hmm. in Survivor history mm-hmm. so far. They only get their shit together. This last episode we watched because they get Rupert mm-hmm. and because the other tribe literally said, no, we don't want to win this one. <laughs> yes. I can't think of a tribe that was more dysfunctional than them. They are only down one at this point. Sure. Do you think that that's still the case? Like, okay, we put out that they did throw the challenge and they're down... uh, They'd be down three people, right? Yes. Yeah, if they were down one, that'd be one less for them, one more for... Yeah, so it'd be three. So it'd be down three. I could see it. We also have... There's also the Marquesas tribe that had Kathy on it that was pretty bad. Pretty bad, looking at that. The the Mara Amu tribe, which got pretty smoked. One, two, three, four, five, six of the first seven were Maraamu people. Wow. Really? They won a lot of challenges, I thought. Okay, I guess... Hold that thought. Because... No, because they, they switched tribes a little bit. Yeah, they did tribe swap at some yeah. point. But You know what? Still. Actually, no, I'm sorry. Second to the bottom has to be the Africa tribe with... Frank. That's that's what I was going to pitch. Yeah, yeah. It's the... The Semburu tribe? I was going to say, yeah, I think it's Semburu. Yeah. Yeah, so Chuigan, Semburu. And then I think it's Morgan. Okay. I'm not going to stop you here. And then I think it's the tribe with Zoe from Marquesas. I, I think that's right. I think uh, Maramu. 
Mahamu, yeah. And then I think it could be the uh it's funny because the which was the the name of the non Ogakor tribe in Australia? Uh Kucha. Kucha. Kucha won most of their challenges early, but then they kind of fell apart, but I don't think they deserve to be this low. I think after I think the fourth worst tribe, that's what we're on, right? Can I see the list? Yeah, uh it is yeah. We have hit four of them. At the very bottom, Chuigan, Sim- Simburu, Morgan, and Manaamu. Yeah. I'm I'm cool for Kucha there. Unfortunate. well, it's tough because there are some good players. No, I think it's Sukjai. It's Sukjai? I think it's Sukjai. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they had a couple of stars. They had Xi'an. They had Rob as an anti-hero. Okay. But, like, Jake's kind of pathetic. <laughs> and the rest of the tribe was kind of nothing, so... Yeah. Can I throw Kucha in next? I'm just looking at the rest of them one one moment. It's okay. Do you think Kucha or Boran deserves to be higher? Uh, talk to me about Boran. Boran, while technically being the winner tribe on Africa, so to speak, mm-hmm. had quite a few duds we kind of just forget about. Their um, first two votes were just like, sick and feeble diane and jesse yeah diane and jesse they had the bean incident the beans i don't know they had some they had some real stars yeah i want to say this upper half of the baran tribe is really putting in a lot of work they are they're carrying the rest of the tribe tom kim ethan and lex three of which come back for all stars that's true yeah then i think it has to be kucha okay after soup jai I'm cool with it. Let's put it this way. We've, we've hit a good like halfway point. Do you yeah. have any four number one tribes that you're like, that's it. That's the one. It might be Morgan. Really? Okay. I mean, that's, talk, talk me into it. There could be reasons he biased, but like, they're on the flip side of the coin. They're the winningest tribe mm-hmm. of all time for mm-hmm. a while. Um, at least like they went on the longest streak. Even their weakest members, Burton and... Michelle are and I guess what the older contestants name who I've forgotten who we haven't got Trish or something like that Trish, yep. yeah we haven't got to see a lot of are still they still feel more engaging than most of the like most of the bottom parts of most other tribes sure the other answer ah, <laughs> but see Toggy had some real fucking losers in there they did like our boy fucking uh, Sean and Dirk and who else was on that tribe? Sean, Dirk, Stacy. The fuck Sonya. is Stacy? Oh yeah, Stacy. I remember Stacy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they don't feel like they can be competing for number one. Do you have any thoughts besides the ones I've mentioned of those for for number one? Well, I'm ooh for number one. Ooh. You could make an argument for Ogacor. I That's what I was about to say, is I might make the argument for Ogacor being the number one, looking at, at that list. Or the Boran tribe. I, I know we had talked about you'd thrown them in there as, like, maybe there. I didn't think about how, how they're, good they're their top stacked. half was, though. Ogacor, what's bringing me down is... Oh. Okay. I kind of like Ogacor. The more I look at it. Okay. I mean, even, like, go back to the list real quick. Like, even some of the bottom people voted off on Ogacore. Oh, no, sorry. Down the Ogacore list. Like, 
Kel mm-hmm. is memorable. Kel is very memorable. And Mad Dog? Mad Dog, yeah. Mitchell was kind of a wet blanket. But then, like, the next person voted after that is Jerry. But even Mitchell, wet blanket, voted out, had a scandal. Like, True. Yeah, I'm in. Ogacore number one. Ogacore number one, baby! Okay, then I, I want to... Hot take. Okay. I think Pagong could be number two. Ooh, okay. I think the individual parts of Pagong are more compelling and better than Tagi in Borneo. I just think the top three of of Tagi are so dominant that we kind of forget about them. Like, go back... Like, if we go back to the list of Tagi members... Mm-hmm. So, like... Oh, uh, sorry. If we look at the Pagong members, like uh-huh. BB, I have a fucking picture of him behind you. We do. Ramona was at least somewhat memorable. Yep. Do they have the right names on there? Who's yeah. Joel? <laughs> Joel from our movie? Oh, that's right. I forgot he was on Pagong and not Toggy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Joel kind of... Eh, but he's still, like, we remember him. Gretchen I is one of my biggest what-ifs of Survivor because she was the one that her tribe, like, they all really loved her and she mm-hmm. seemed to be, like, the person that could win on that tribe. And so Richard Hatch fucking slit her throat at the first tribal he could. <laughs> Greg... Jenna, who comes back, Jervis, Colleen, like, these were all really good players, or mm-hmm. at least really in fun-to-watch players mm-hmm. that ended up on the wrong side of a coin flip and having the misfortune of having to play against Richard Hatch, who created the game while they were playing it. Mm-hmm. So, what are you proposing here? That it, that they're second best. The tribe that got absolutely stomped the second half of that show... Yeah. They're the second best. I know. It's a wild fucking take. But, like, if the question of this... Run back season one. Okay. Any other time but season one, when people are going, alliances, are they allowed? Are they bad? And I think Pagong's... Are they the devil? <laughs> and I think Pagong's the better tribe. Ooh. Okay. And that's not to say that Toggy's not great, but, like... Would you rather watch the people I just listed off or a tribe of, like, Sonia, whoever the... Like, Sonia's lovely, but whatever. Yeah. Whoever the fuck Stacy is, Dirk, Sean, <laughs> like, no? Okay. One of my... One of the most memorable moments to me of season one is Jervis and Greg around the fire being like, how the fuck do we stop Rich? Mm. All right. You've sold me on this, but here's what I kind of want to do. I want to do... Pagong, and then Tagi directly after it. Wow, so our top three tribes are from season two and one. But also I want to put... Kucha? I want to put Baran up there too. Oh, Kucha and Baran. Wow, we're putting all those at the top. The game was, more, the game was more tribal in the first three seasons. That's fair. So it does make sense that those tribes would leave more of an impact and would have more, like, memorable power. Like, staying power. Okay. Uh, Kucha or Bran first? I think Pagong first. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and then Kucha or Bran? I'm putting Bran. Okay. I respect that. Okay. Kucha or Tagi? It's going to be Tagi. Their top heavy is so good. Sure. Like their top three are amazing. Rich, Rudy, and Sue. So we're in a weird spot then. We have both of the season four tribes season 
six tribes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one's hard because it's gendered, right? Yeah. I do think the... Actually, you know what? I want to make... I want to I wanna flip that slightly. Okay. I think that the women's tribe in Amazon deserves to be below Baran. Okay. Between Baran and Tagi. Okay. I'm cool with Well, this. but then again, they couldn't survive until they got Dina going. But Dina was always there. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the Jabaru? Yeah. Okay. And then our last two tribes we haven't ranked. Tamaki and Rotu, I believe. Yeah, you're right. I think it goes Rotu, then Tambaki. Okay. I'm cool with it. All right, you want to read through our whole list and then what seasons they were in? Sure. This is going to be difficult. Okay. Coming in number one, Ogacore from season three? Two. Two? Wait, one, Australia. Two, three. Yep, you're right. Ogacore from season two. Pagong season one. Baran season three. Jabaru season six. Tagi season one. one. Kucha season two. Rotu season four. Four. Four? Mm-hmm. Tambaki season six. Kucha season two. Mm-hmm. Sukjai season five. Mara Amu, season four. Four. I'm doing math terribly. Morgan, season seven. Samburu, season four. Season three. Season three. Dang it. Chewy Gun, season five. I am realizing. Where's Drake? Where is Drake? Drake isn't in there. <laughs> I think Drake deserves to be number two. I think that they that they're incredibly strong. In mm-hmm. the challenges, I mean, that that goes with having Rupert. Mm-hmm. They are able to overcome their differences with divisive personalities and still stay a really, really strong tribe. Now, the unknowable part of that is what if Sandra hadn't looted a Walmart before they <laughs> got to the beach? That's fair. Context-wise, I'm going to give it to you. Put it in there. So that is Ogakor, Drake, Pagong, Baran, Jabaru, Tagi, Kucha, Rotu, Tambaki, Kut. That's, that's why we put Kucha that's in there why. twice. <laughs> okay, we fixed it. So that's Ogakor, Drake, Pagong, Baran, Jabaru, Tagi, Kucha, Rotu, Tambaki, Sukjai, Maraamu, Morgan, Samburu, Chewy Gun. Unlistenable. Uh, no, this is fun. This is I'm why, having a great time. This is why it's a bonus. I mean, it's not really a bonus episode. It's a fun time. Okay, let's, let's do a, an easier one now. As we're 40-ish minutes in. This is going to be... We're ranking the first boots of the season. Oh, this is be so much fun! This is one I have to turn away yeah. from you. Yeah. So, so your first boots are, in order, Sonia Christopher, Deb Eaton, Diane Ogden, Peter Harkey, God damn it. John Raymond, Ryan Aiken, and Nicole Delma. Okay. And again, what's the criteria here? That's what we have to establish. So, are we putting them as, like, survivor players? Like, if we threw them into their own survivor game? Let's do that. Let's do it as if this we put all the first boots in a season. Although, okay. this would be a seven-person season. That's fine. And what we think the boot order would be. So, like, we got them to emerge. And sure. this is them playing a merge game. Great. I think the first person voted off in that. Wait, how many women are on this list? One. Two, this is important. Yeah. Two, three, 
I believe it's a 4-3 four, four, three split. 4-3. Four, Great. So John Raymond's the first one going home. Because apparently he was... He got voted off first from his tribe for being creepy to women off camera. And mm. I imagine that the four women would be like, you gotta go, my guy. Because remember, he got voted off first off a tribe that had Ted and Clay yeah. for being creepy to women. Who yeah. knows what the fuck he was doing. Do you, th- you think he's above Peter Holy Cow Harkin? I do. Harky? Oh, man. I do. Peter got voted off because he was fucking weird. John got voted off because he was insufferable. Okay. All right. I'm, 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 whoops, I'm going the wrong direction. John at the bottom. Yeah. My next, can I make the play for Peter? No. Oh, no. Deb. Yeah, that's fair. I think it's Deb next. I think you're right. (laughs) (laughs) And then. Oh, can I put Peter? Is Diane still sick? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, this is actually just my ploy to get Peter at the top. No, um, it would probably be Peter next. Okay. It'd probably be Peter, I can control my holes. Now, okay, we do, we do have to talk about, is this a scenario where Diane is not allergic to malaria medicine? That wasn't Diana. Oh, Diana was the one who just went to Africa and was like, I work too hard and now I'm violently ill. And they were oh. like... They were like, oh yeah, and Clarence tried to feed you beans. You gotta go. The beans. The beans. Um, no, I think th- we're talking about Diana full health. I feel like the next one would probably be Diane or Sonia. I was gonna pitch Sonia. Yeah. But everyone likes Sonia. Everyone does like Sonia. Um, and that, they, you said they made the merge. Mm-hmm. They voted Sonia out because she was weak at the challenges. That's a good point. I can't argue with that. Actually, wait, is Ryan the next one to go home? Ooh. See, part of me thinks Ryan wins the challenges. Mmm. That is a factor. Because he was terrible about overwalking a, a balance beam, but most of these challenges ain't balances beams. That's true. I think Diane's the next one to go. Okay. We didn't... We, like, again, she was kind of sick, but she also was, like, kind of aggressive. <laughs> So, I think her personality would run people the wrong way. So then our th- our top three that are left are Sonia, Ryan, and Nicole. I think Sonia probably goes next. I think you're right. So here's my pitch in this scenario. Okay. I think Ryan wins this final three immunity challenge. Okay. Takes Nicole because Sonia is too likable. Agreed. And, and then Nicole and wins. Nicole wins. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I agree. Because <laughs> Nicole's thinking strategy. Well, Nicole said, I'm either going to go out first or I'm going to win the whole thing. All so right. she went out first and now she's going to win the whole thing. All right. This is a stupid exercise. I, I love, love it. it. It's great. <laughs> so that means in this hypothetical first boot season, Nicole is our winner, our sole survivor. Ryan, number two. Sonia, number three. Diane, number four. Peter, and all his holes, number five, Deb, and then John. John, the loser of all the losers. Oh, man. That's fun. So then, I just have, I have one more that I think I want to do, and then we'll call it. I can do two. I, I'll propose these two lists, and I'll want you okay. to pick which one speaks to you. We have tribal council sets, and we have your personal top five episodes of what we've seen. Which might be difficult to do to pull out of memory. Yeah. Or, we could get real meta 
and list like our bits that we do in our podcast. Ah, but you see, Stephen. Yes. Once I've created a bit and it's gone, it has left my brain forever. Ah, yes, of course. So I actually think we can do the recurring bits. Gone forever. Okay. I I think I can, with a pause that will be zero seconds to the viewers, can do both of those. Okay. I can, I will touch the scroll parent plus and I think I can pick five episodes out really quickly. Okay. I'm cool with that. Then which one do you want to do first? Let's do tribal council sets. Okay. Tribal council sets. Let's start with. Tribal Council sets. Okay. So, we're going to put an asterisk in this, in that, for whatever reason, the internet doesn't have a great reference point. Like, for our list of immunity idols, there's a great, like, boom, 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 boom. Sure. This one, not as nice, but we'll kind of go through it. First off, Borneo. Pretty basic. Like, they were just learning what to do, but it has a nice, like, jungle aesthetic to it. Yeah. Uh, it's very basic, but it, it feels... Like Survivor. Yeah. Uh, not to tip my hand, but fuck Australian Outback. <sighs> I mean, that's up there, man. It's great. Uh, Africa, the grass huts. Uh, yeah. Out, the, out, the village, basically. The village, yeah. Marquesas. Marquesas, the Polynesian... What would you call it? That? It, it looks like when you go to a beach that's owned by a park district and they have those random buildings that are sitting there with picnic benches. Yep. Thailand... The the gold temple, basically. The gold temple that you walk down a, a long bridge for. Yeah. We have... I couldn't find great ones for the Amazon, but they had to boat there. The description saying Amazonian ruins. Sure. I remember what it looked like. Okay. And then Pearl Islands and abandoned colonial fortress. Okay. Do you have a bottom? Uh, Marquesas. Marquesas? Yep. It was it was one that initially I was like, oh, that's kind of cool because you get like the moon on the ocean and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then as the season went on, I was like, this doesn't feel like they knew where they were going to put this and kind of slapped it together. And knowing the context that they were supposed to be in the Jordanian sure, desert, sure, sure, that sure. makes sense. It all makes sense. I'm all for it. But it looks bad. I agree. I 100% agree. I think my second least favorite, looking back at the list, mm-hmm. is... I think it's, I think it's Cook Island, or Pearl Islands, I mean. I also agree there. Yeah. I, I would have put Pearl Island very low. Yeah. It, it, it has nothing to do with the theming. Like, the theming is great, but for whatever reason, this, these ruins that they found. It looks empty. It does look empty. And All, they need to set, dress it up a little bit weirdly. They need to put like some like random barrels around or like mm-hmm. something that didn't make it feel like a pirate flag, right. a, a something, anything, bottles uh, of whiskey. <laughs> sure. Next, I do think is Borneo. Unfortunately, I agree. It's, it's not. It's, it's generic. It's it's generic. It's not even the best jungle tribal council set on this list. Yep. So, do you have an, a next one? Yes, I do. Okay, Africa. Okay. I like Africa's. Pitch me Africa over the Amazon. I knew Amazon's be your next one. Mm-hmm. I really like the the classic ruins setup, and it, mm-hmm. and like I loved boating in. Mm-hmm. I it felt intimate, but not like they were cramped. I, I don't know. There's something about it that felt very classic Survivor, but a better representation of it than Borneo's. Whereas Africa, I was like, this is kind of cool, but I don't know. What... Especially where they went to go vote. Like, I like where in Amazon, like, the voting box better than the Africa voting box. Okay. 
you're convincing me. T- tell me what Africa could have done better. I don't know that it could have, um, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Because of the, like, they put it on a nature reserve. They, it, it, it was very much in theme. I just don't think that the theme was all that strong. And okay. being stuck in the village, or being stuck in their, like, walls. <laughs> yeah. And then having a village tribal council set. It also just has this weird feeling of, like, I don't know, the Amazonian ruins, whether or not they actually were real ruins or not, felt like real ruins. Mm-hmm. The village felt like a set that they built. Sure. I, yeah. Okay. You convinced me. I put it that way, which means our, our top two are Thailand and... Australia. Australia. And it, that's, that is the order of it. Thailand number two, Australia number one. Okay. For me. Talk to me about it. I mean, Give don't me get me wrong. I love Thailand's. They like. I actually think, weirdly enough, Thai, the thing that Thailand has going for it most is not the set itself, but the walkway getting there and the big rock in the mm. back. I think everything being gold is a little much. And there is part of it that I grew up with a a, a very close friend in my neighborhood that was from India, mm. and his family immigrated from India when he was very young. His mom kept the house very traditionally Indian, and there was times where they were sitting in I was like this feels like I'm sitting in their living room again like minus <laughs> minus how golden everything was I was like it doesn't it feels like they slapped like they grabbed things that were vaguely Thailand inspired at whatever the Thailand version of Dollar General is and we're like put it on the walls mm-hmm. I don't fucking care anymore mm-hmm. although the and then like having to go out and get onto the boat was pretty cool though yeah but I just think Australia is so beautiful it is beautiful part of me is like oh it's the natural beauty doing the heavy lifting it though. is that's fine they used the environment that they had, and they found the best... I mean, they made them walk, like, four fucking hours They made them together. walk very far. <laughs> but, the, yeah, I mean, it is it is mostly the natural beauty, but they found a really fucking naturally beautiful spot. All right, I'm, I'm down for it. So that leaves our list as Australian Outback, number one, Thailand, number two, the Amazon, number three, Africa, number four, Borneo, number five, Pearl Islands, number six, and Marquesas, number seven. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Which leads us to our final list, and one that you did the heavy lifting, your homework, your top five episodes of Survivor thus far. Yes. And now these were picked by looking through a Paramount Plus list very quickly. Yes. I might be forgetting I things. I sprung it on you. I also didn't include Pearl Islands, because I don't know the conclusion of the season. I and think that's, that's a good plan. Yeah, that can alter things. Yeah. So Unless you want to throw, and I'm going to throw this out there, unless you want to throw the Spear episode in there. Because it's a good episode. It's a great episode. But it could... Things could happen later in the season that change the episode for me. So sure. I want to wait till I have all the information. Fair. So coming in at number five is season one, Long Hard Days. Now, mind you, I am pulling which episode it was from a Paramount Plus description. So this could be the wrong episode, but it's the episode where they go to the bar. <laughs> I, it's... it's beautiful it's so it's dumb and awesome I love, it. I love it it's terrible that whole episode is like you can just see the cracks and i uh chef's kiss <laughs> i looking through the episode i was surprised at how many episodes of season one i remember fondly mm. and for a season that has such little game playing it does have so much character okay coming in at number four is trial by fire it's the episode where scooping falls in the fire okay not <laughs> just because child predator go burn it was, it was close, actually, between this one and The Killing Fields, 
with uh, the one where they catch the pig and all of that. Mm-hmm. But this episode shifts the entire season and air and therefore history of Survivor on its head. Yeah. And really helps you remind the stakes of the game and that this is not, they're not on a soundstage. They are out surviving in places that are hard to survive it, in. It changes what Survivor is. Yeah. Number three is Pickup Sticks from Amazon. Uh, that is the episode. That's the triplot episode. Mm-hmm. That's the episode with uh, Shauna fun- finally being <laughs> coming back, back to, to life. life. And the episode that made me go, "Oh, this season's really fucking good." Yeah. Coming in at number two is Juries Out from season four, which is the Machete Challenge episode. Okay. The one where they all go, "Wait a minute, we are on the bottom. And we don't want to be <laughs> Hold anymore." Up. I don't like this. I don't like this so much. It's a good episode. It's a good episode. And then, what do you think episode one is, Steven? For me. Oh, I don't know. I, the I, chain, baby! Oh, of course it's the chain. It's the chain! Everything about that episode is perfect. It is edited excellently. The The premise that Rob creates for us and then Matt executes for us is yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. I... I love it. There was no representation from obviously season five. I didn't like hardly anything that happened in season five Uh, and no representation of season three. Although there were a couple that were close. Um, The problem with season three is that it was a lot of, a lot of episodes with interesting things, but Uh then a lot of filler in there. Yes. So it's hard to pick out individual episodes as opposed to individual moments. Uh, I will say honorable mentions to, Season four, No Pain, No Gain, which is the episode where they backstab Hunter. Oh, yeah. It's and a then, good one. It's a real good one. <laughs> it's a real good one. And then season one, Generation Gap, which is the BB episode. That's also a good one, yeah. I Part of me want, wants to throw in also the finale of season one, the mm. the snake and the the rat. Yeah, I stayed away from finale episodes. That's fair. I, I get why you don't, because they're not normal episodes. Yeah. That also made Survivor the most popular thing in the world. Yes. Correct. So, yeah. Okay, cool. That was a fun list. I enjoyed that. Thank you. And I encourage anyone, send us emails, tell us what we did right, tell us what we did wrong. Send us your lists of this specific... Like I said, it's There's so, some hot takes in there. There are some hot takes. This is an, an interesting episode because we, we don't have all the context... We yeah. have only six and a little bit of a season. Yeah. So it, it makes it interesting to me. But that's all we got. Any any final notes? Anything you want to wrap this up with? Brian's higher on that list than I think he should be, but it's a consensus <laughs> list. So. It is a consensus list. And this is why... I think, I think the things that we'll get hate for, or critique for, I shouldn't mm-hmm. say hate. I don't think anyone listens to us that hates us. Hopefully. If you do, write in. I hate yeah. mail makes you stronger. I think the idols are pretty safe. I don't think there's a lot of people who are going to disagree with us that hard on the idols. And I think that safe as in, I just, I kind of feel like that's, that's kind of consensus. Winners is going to be the one that I think we get the most flack on. Really? Because I I feel like that's most, that would be most people's lists. I think Ethan at the bottom might make people a little upset. Maybe. Or even Tina at the bottom. I don't know. It's hard to rank a lot of these. Yeah, it is. I think the tribes are going to get a lot of conversation Good. on emails. Good. That was a lot of information that we're considering. And uh, that is the yeah. most probably just 
flying by the seat of our pants list that we've ever had. Correct. <laughs> but I feel pretty good about most of those. I feel good too. I do think putting Pagong above Toggy is going to get some people real mad. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I made me a little mad at the time. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Our, our first boots, I feel like that was just a fun little exercise. Yeah. Because it doesn't really matter. Correct. And yeah, and that's all of our wists. Good stuff. This is fun. Yeah, Let's I enjoy do it. it. Again sometime. So thank you, Jared, for doing one whole year of the Survivor Turning Back Time podcast. Eight more to go, baby. Eight more to go. Or seven or whatever. Thank you to our listeners. It's a, This is a celebration of you. It's a celebration of Survivor. It's a celebration of all of this. So I, I want to, again, thank you so much for all that you've done and just for staying with us for one year. Wild. Let's do it again. Back around the sun, baby. Back around the sun. Any, We're all here in a year. Any final thoughts before we go? No, yeah, like Steven said, thanks for listening to us, y'all. Uh, ramble and be stupid and enjoy Survivor. And um, thanks for putting up with our sometimes crazy schedules where... You try to write into us, and actually, we didn't get to read it because we had to record five episodes in two days, or something crazy like that. <laughs> and yeah, hope we get to continue growing. And um, even if we don't, as I heard from a musical called Title of Show, I would rather be nine people's favorite thing than a hundred people's ninth favorite thing. Yeah. So we're keep doing us. Yeah. And again, much love to you guys. We love you. I'm very happy with this. I'm. We're going to keep doing it. For my co-host, Jared, this is Steven. For my host, Steven, this is Jared. Let's do it again! Happy 2023 Part 2, baby. Woo! The year's now divided by when we started the podcast. Makes sense to me. (laughs) 